Hey girl, hey! Welcome back to the girls' locker room. Have you been searching up and down for a show that you can grab a glass, get comfortable, and unwind with? Well, girl, look no further because you found it. I am your host, Rianne, another 20-something-year-old woman learning and navigating the ups and downs of life. On this week's episode, I will be discussing how to properly introduce your friends. So grab a glass, get comfortable, and step into the locker room as we unwind together. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Locker Room. Hey, you guys. We have successfully completed our first week of 2022. And I don't know about you, but it was super productive for me. So at the beginning of the year, like I said in my last episode, I decided to buy a new planner to get my life organized because my my resolution was just prove myself to me, clean your shit up, and let's be the best you you can be. So that's what I decided to do. And I can report and say that my first week went well. I followed my to-do list, wrote out my planner, got my content going. So I'm pretty good, created some schedules, so I got some things up my sleeve, and I'm just super, super excited for what's to come this year, but yeah, so I hope you all had a great productive week, I hope your resolutions are going well, I hope you get into the bag, new year, new bag, new man, new woman, whatever you're into, I hope you got it done. So let's hop right into what's trending. So over the weekend, it has been alleged that Ari Fletcher lost her her um, brand deal with Savage X Fenty. Now, I know for my, my locker mates who have been here before, I know y'all like, hold up, Jasmine, you don't, you don't talk about these. You don't talk about Instagram bullshit. Well, this time I decided to talk about it because it kind of makes me think that, you know, we take this whole little being able to say whatever the, the hell we want to say on social media way too far. Without consequences, way too far. So, a while back, Ari went on um, Don't Call Me a White Girl show, and um, she was talking about how she felt like she has grown in her relationship, and that she used to want money back to, you know, pretty much baby her and fall into her trap of throwing a temper tantrum and trying to leave, and how she wanted him to pull a gun out on her. Again, she stated that it was growth, and she don't think like that no more. However... People were attacking her, and in true Ari fashion, she went to defend herself like anybody else would. However, excuse me, but in the process, she mentions how she doesn't care, or how no one cares, or how people are trying to victimize themselves in her comments by saying this about trying to share their opinions and what happens to them when they experience domestic violence. Now, I don't know why no one in her team, I don't know if she even has somebody in PR or if she has a manager, they would be like, hey, look, that probably didn't need to be said online. Like, I can pretty sure she could have talked about this to her friends. And I get it. It's her it's her platform. But you got to understand, you have a brand deal with a woman who is a domestic violence survivor, who is a strong ally with women who have been through that. Why, why would you not think that that would be a backlash? And so the reason I brought it up, like I said, was because I really think that people think that you can say whatever and there's not a consequence to your actions. And that's so not true. There is a consequence for every action. And she just so happened to, unfortunately, get her downfall. I get it. 
No one wants to be scrutinized. No one wants to be the topic of conversation every five seconds about what they say. But it's like, you got to think before you open up your mouth. You have to take the time to be like, fuck, this going to mess a bag up. And I'm pretty sure she got other bags. She got other people asking her to promote things on her heavy following of, on her platforms. Not taking that away from her at all. But them big ones, them big ones that keep the money coming... You can't just be out here saying whatever. Like, sometimes just let the picture speak for itself. And then let people, like, form their own opinions. When you become an influencer and you decide, that's what I want to do, that I want to um, that I want to be able to say whatever the hell I feel like saying, you kind of gave yourself the leeway to do that. You kind of gave yourself the leeway. Not even the leeway. You kind of gave yourself... You put yourself, let me say that I was trying to get my thoughts together. You put yourself in a line of fire when you decide to be an influencer. And it's something I had to learn as a content creator. You got to be very mindful of what you say because clips can be brought up. People can post them. People can misconstrue your words. So when people say stuff, just let it be. If people was going to say anything, say something about that because she's always the topic of conversation. I just think this time nobody was around her to say, all right, just, just take a minute before you respond. Realize that you have major brand deals. Take a breather. So I just wanted to touch on that briefly because I know people are like, oh, I can't believe we grew up in a we're in a society right now that's so sensitive. No, it ain't sensitive. Y'all just not matching these people's brands. So don't get mad when you sign a contract that don't realize or don't do your research on these brands y'all contracting with. That's a big deal. That's that's something that I need to remember. Make sure I read the contract. Make sure I research this brand and what they stand for. You never want to go into something because the check look good, but you don't know what the brand stands for. Because you can say something or do something or something can align with your brand and it don't work. So, yeah, be very mindful of that. So, that's what was trending this past weekend. Um, I didn't have anything else that was trending that I wanted to really talk on. Oh, I did. One more thing about people not watching what they say before they say it. Mr. Mayor of New York, Mr. Eric, I need you to calm it down, sir. To go on a news conference after you have just been elected into the seat and say that essential workers are not skilled to do corporate things. You're really out of touch with society and it kind of sucks because you are the mayor of one of the biggest cities and you don't know what people are going through or what they feel like they have to do to keep food on the table. You don't know where they come from or where they resumes. Y'all got to quit saying stupid shit like that. Y'all have to quit saying that people who are in the grocery stores or in the gas station or um, or in, in anywhere for that matter that you, that you see as low-level working or low-level work, you have to be mindful of what you say because you don't know... If they fell on hard times and just trying to pull themselves up by the bootstraps, which I thought was the American dream. Watch what y'all say when y'all say that. And mainly him because, one, you're a black man. So, like, that's kind of weird for you to say that when you're going to be judged off the basis of where you come from and how you started. Don't do that to somebody else. So, that was my other trending topic. I wasn't going to talk too much about that because that was just some straight-up foolishness. I mean, they all was, but it was legit foolishness. So... Yeah, with that being said, um, let's get into things that I am obsessed with. So this particular show that I am obsessed with right now, I need to quit kicking my camera, but this particular thing that I'm obsessed with right now, the season has already wrapped. Um, yes, it is another HBO show. Um, 
HBO needs to holler at me. I need to be at the test shows. I need to be at the premieres, all of that on the red carpets. HBO, holler at your girl. But anyway, I want to talk about the sex life of college girls. Yes, I know what you're thinking. Where the fuck is this going? No, it is not a porno. So, it is another HBO show, and it's another show of adolescents. I won't say adolescents, but, um, yeah, adolescents. We'll, we'll say that. Entering into adulthood. So, um, this show takes place on at an elite college called Essex College in Vermont. Everything about the show, when it comes on, you're going to think, okay, this is about to be some stereotypical college shit. We about to have stereotypical stuff going on. Let me just buckle up. This may be boring. Mm, I was wrong. So when they introduce all four characters, they introduce them on move-in day. So you have an Asian, um, um, Asian, Middle East Indian descent young lady. I, I'm hoping I'm saying that right. I never know how to really say that, but hope I'm saying that right. And then you have your all-American um, country girl from the looks of it. And then you have an athlete who is the daughter of a politician. And you have a all the way around stuck-up rich girl. Now, when I say those four, those four characters, what you thinking? Give me a minute. I'll let you think it over as to what you thinking. Yeah, girl, no, that's wrong. Don't think that. Mm -mm. So the Asian, you know how most people think like Asians are like super, super smart. They're going into tech world, all of that. Um, they're going into medicine, all of that. Pretty much stereotypical. I'm not going to lie. That went into my head. I thought the athlete who is who is African-American, I thought she was just going to be all about the books and, and say fuck school. The rich girl was going to be stuck up and the country girl was going to be conservative as hell. No. <laughs> First of all, the young lady who is Indian, oh my God, hilarious. So she comes in with the rules for her parents that she's going into engineering and she is totally thinking about a life of showbiz and, com and comedy. You have your rich girl who is just pretty much like, I'm here to rebel. I'm here with my homegirls who, who she gets ditched by. But then she has something going on with her life that I don't want to tell because it's pretty much the basis of her whole storyline. But she has a twist that you just would not see coming. She definitely has a I don't give a fuck attitude, but not in the, the sense of money is going to be able to fix everything. She thinks it does, and she gets a rude awakening that it doesn't. Because Essex College is a college full of high of richer 1% students. So money really isn't a thing because they have people coming from all over the world. Talking about billionaires. So she's not the richest thing on campus. So she gets a wake-up call from that. And then our country bumpkin... A tad bit conservative, but more sheltered than anything. So it is really, really cute. And it kind of reminded me of my time on college campus my freshman year and how I was just trying to figure out where I was, what was going on. <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. Mm. I was just trying to figure out what was going on. Um what what this thing called college was and get myself together and be without my parents and having to make decisions without like somebody being around yes my parents were very involved in my high school life i had to get permission for a lot of shit i wasn't just one young young wild and free i was just not so college was like whoa it really is at that time for some for most college students you're making all of these decisions on your own this is where life, that one decision will change your whole your whole course of your life. And it really starts right after high school. So watching them go through moments that I went through, especially the one um, 
for the country, the country bumpkin and the athlete kind of makes up a two. I could say I kind of like touched on on their their life more than anything. And it was just fun to watch because all of the facades when they first get dropped off by their parents, you know, you're trying to fake it and be like, yeah, yep, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be great. I'm going to be, you have nothing to worry about. And then they leave and it's a whole nother bar game. It's like, I'm about to, I'm about to let loose. I'm about to let this hurt down. We about to have fun. I ain't got nobody around telling me what I got to do. This is about to be lit. Like you got this whole thought process and yeah, no. So watching them get to that, yeah, no, this ain't what I, this, this is not what I thought it was going to be. It was fun to watch. So if you're ever scrolling through HBO and you want to know what that's about, please pick, pick. Please press play. It's so good. It's worth the watch. Again, HBO never misses. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm probably going to talk about HBO one more time because Euphoria is set. Well, Euphoria actually did pass uh, this past weekend on Sunday. So be on the lookout for that too because y'all know, I was, y'all know, if you have been listening for a while, you know that I was obsessed with Euphoria anyway. So I'm just super excited. I'm about to see what my girl Kat is up to, Miss Kitty. So I'm excited. So. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping Rue does Rue does well as the series kind of premieres. Cause while I'm recording this, I wouldn't have watched it. Let's be real. I record on Sundays, so <laughs> I record on Sundays. So yeah, um, I can't wait to watch that. Pretty much. So that's gonna be cool to watch. But yeah, that was what I am obsessed with: the sex lives of college girls. Please go watch it. I know it sounds insane. When I first saw it come across my banner, because I had the HBO Max and I got the notification on my cell phone, I was like, "Damn, they this real? Like this? Like a reality show? This like a, a, a scripted drama, or this literally following real girls? Because that's interesting. <laughs> like that's it's really something." But no, it's a scripted drama, but it's it's really good. I can't wait for season two to come out. It's a real short and sweet season. It's 30, not 30 minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes. 30 minutes, like Insecure, and it only has about 10 episodes, I want to say. So, real sweet, not too long, not too crazy, and tolerable for college stuff. So, there's that. But yeah, that's what I'm obsessed with, and I just want to hop right on into these topics. Now, today's topic, hmm... I actually got inspired by a TikTok video. I'm not even going to lie. I was scrolling and it was the caption said, when you are the friend that is, you got to get to know her to understand her. Ooh, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's get into this topic. Let me get a little more comfortable. And again, I need to quit kicking my camera, but let me get a little more comfortable before I dive into this topic. Cause baby, this topic is, it speaks to my soul, like down in here. So, I am the friend that gets introduced weird. I won't say weird because my friends don't mean no harm when they introduce me to their other friends. I'm one of them girls that don't care if her friends have other friends because I grew up with my mom having multiple groups of friends and they and it all worked for her. She just knew which friends could be around each other and which ones did and she knew which vibe she was getting from every friendship group. I spoke on this before too way back on the show. So I've never been a girl that's been like, yeah, I don't want to meet your other friends. You crazy. I don't want to do none of that. Never been her. But I do understand when you do merge friendships together, you do have to introduce her. I won't say give a rundown. Just be like, yeah, they super cool. Like, you're going to have fun. Trust me, you're going to have fun. I'll leave it at that. 
I've learned my lesson. I used to be like, yeah, you're going to have fun, but I just want you to know that da, 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 it's going to be like this. And then I realized how wrong that was. So I just stopped doing it. But my friends that still do it, I know they don't mean any harm by introducing me like this. Yeah, I told them that, you know, they got to um, just know that you a little, you a little much, you know, your personality is a little big and um, you going to tell it like it is. I'd be like, God damn, girl, why you had to tell them that? Like, why did you have to tell them that? Now, mind you, I am extra. I know this. I'm extra. My mom used to say I'm like a flamboyant gay man. Like, I'm extra. I hate that she said that they, they didn't really sit well with me, but I knew what she meant. I was extra. I was loud. I was out there. I'm I'm the I'm the light in the room full of darkness. And I ain't no dim light. I ain't no orange light. I ain't no LED light being safe for the eyes. Nah, baby, I come in this bitch bright. I came in like a wrecking ball. That's how I come in. Just how she came in swinging, that's how I come in with my light. It's it's coming. Put your sunglasses on, baby. Cause here I come. That's really how my that my personality is. But it, it's like that when I'm comfortable with people. When I know these people around me. When I when you've been around me for a long time, you'll see that side. You don't get to see that side from the jump because I've learned I have to ease myself into situations. Like I have to read the room and realize when I'm just not gonna be somebody cup of tea. And it's okay. You got to understand when you're not going to be somebody's cup of tea, even though that's not my problem. But if I see that early on, I'm like, oh, no, nah, baby, go ahead and hang with them. I'll holler at you next time. Like, that's this has taught me that. So I feel like every time that I've walked into a room after being introduced like that, I have to fight 10 times harder to, like, come come with all the pre-seeved pre, uh, notions and the prejudgment before I even walk in the room. Like, it's been so many cases. I'm like, damn, what I do? I just got here. What's going on? What's, what's the tension? What's the tea? Like, I've always had to be like, damn, everybody all right? It's real thick in here. And I don't know nobody. What's going on? What happened? Like, I'm always like, damn, what happened, girl? What I miss? Oh, nothing. We've been in here chilling. Really? And then I realized, boom, it's I just got here. <laughs> like, damn. What what you say to these people? It's be what be in my mind. Like, like I said, I don't think any of my friends that have done this have like tried to do this in an ill manner or get anyone like get anyone wrapped up. I think they just know that I do have a personality that's either gonna be liked or loved. I've been told that by so many people. And at first, like like I said, some years back, hell, even last year beginning of last year that would bother me to like hear people say that and I'll try to fix it but now I'm not so be very mindful how you introduce your friends man because your friends gotta work extra hard your friends then gotta like try to sell themselves even though they shouldn't have to because normally when I come in with people that I don't know I'm cool I'm chill I'm gonna sit back and try to like like I said read the damn room like I'm gonna be like all right let me see what these people about baby let me see what the kids about and once I read the room I'm either going to be like all right cool these these are gonna be my type of people these are gonna be people that I know I can just like be cool with or these are gonna be some people that I'm gonna have to like miss out on the group projects because I ain't gonna be able to do it but that's for me to decide. And all your friends don't need to merge anyway. Some friends just don't. Some friendship groups just do not need to be in a mix with each other. Greatest example that I can give of that is the Sweet Life on HBO. 
HBO, write the check, babe. <laughs> write the check, because that really wasn't intentional. But <laughs> I recently watched The Sweet Life, and uh, Ty on there had a birthday birthday trip. All her friends, first of all, before I go deeper into what my example is, shout out to her friends, bruh. One of her friends booked her jet so that they can get to, I want to say they was in Tulum or Can they was in Cancun. Booked a whole ass jet for her so they can ride privately down to Cancun. Like she hooked everything else up, but one of her friends just, they got a, they reserved the jet. And I thought that was lit. But all her friends, her friends that she did the show with, her friends that she been on since high school, her friends that she kicked it with while she was at college, they all met up in LA and went down to Cancun. Now I know what you're thinking. How do you have that many friends? Like it was like 30 of them. And I'm still trying to figure out how you got that many friends, but that means she's just a dope ass woman. But all, there was a first time meeting, and it was a little friction. But that's because you shouldn't merge all your you shouldn't merge all your friends. But like I said, it was a first time meeting, and I'm hoping she didn't do a rundown on certain people because people have to fight the air. They have to fight the tension, the perceived notions before they come in. And it's never fun. It's never fun to just feel the vibe and feel like who you click with out of each each friend group. Because sometimes you're going to have friends that's going to be like, oh yeah, I know y'all kick it and all of that. And I know y'all was cool and y'all hit it off. And then you're going to have someone be like, oh okay, I see how their personalities don't match. That's cool. I, I kind of won't put them in the same room. Like It ain't even got to be nothing on no catty stuff. Did you just, one just realize, oh okay, yeah, I just couldn't you know be around there for a long time. But if I have to for you, then that's cool. But if you just like Asking us all to go out, I'm, it's cool if I skip the night. Like, if it's just, a, you know, a night out. No. And, and friend introduction can go real wrong real quick. Like, real wrong. If you don't set it up right. If you don't just be like, yeah, they're going to be cool. They're going to be cool. You just come. You just have a good time. We're going to kick it. We're going to have a good We're gonna have a good time. We're going to have the greatest fun. This is what I had hooked up for us. This is where we about to go. Let me know if you can make it. Blah, 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 boom. Everybody can make their own first impression. Don't nobody have to go off no homework. Ain't nobody got to be sitting there with their people and be like, all right, bro, let me get let me get geared up for this. I know she said she got a couple friends that's finna do too fucking much. And then she got this one bitch that's just going to run her mouth and say whatever when you say something. And that's when I hear people say that about me, that I have a big personality or I, I tell it like it is. It's like, nah, bitch, I got a big personality with you and I tell your ass how it is because you my friend and you been my friend. I don't know these people. I don't know these people. I keep my opinions to myself. Like I don't, I don't know these people. You gonna see eyebrows raised because I can't. I can't help that. I can't help my face. I've been trying all my life. So if I see something, I see I hear some bullshit. I'm literally gonna go. Hmm. I, I can't. I can't help that. But that's all that's gonna come out of my mouth. I might do a little face twist and be like, er. But I'm doing it all in my head, I promise. I'm not like I'm not out saying that because I'm doing it for myself. Because I never get the rundown of people about people ever. Like I never get the rundown. Like cause you know, I don't think anybody be doing that intentionally. Like the only time that I have feel like I've gotten a rundown about somebody is when somebody had to like tell me, Hey, just to let you know, um, she, you know, she had a death in the family, so she might be a little quiet. Don't this is not how normally how she is. Like those introductions cool we just trying to get her out the house um because she went you know she been through something let's just you know just don't take her quietness personal that's different because when you got things going on sometimes you are in your head and that's cool 
But when you introducing somebody, like, or if you introducing somebody and be like, all right, this bitch gonna say some dumb ass shit. I just want you to know that now, so don't, don't take nothing that she say serious. And it's kind of be having you look at people like, I don't think I want to go. Like, you you kind of messing it up for somebody else. And then when they there, they feel forced. And it's just, it's not organic. And then it creates issues down the line. So I say all this to say, y'all, please be careful as to how you introduce your friends. If you're going to merge your friendship groups, know your friends and know which ones that you can merge and which ones you can't. But don't tell your friends Hey, so I'm a, we're going to all get together and it's what you need to do. This the list, blah, blah, blah. Because that's just a little weird. That just means that you know certain people you cannot merge with other people. So just be mindful, y'all. Just be careful. And your girls with, your friends with the big personalities, let them bring that big personality out on their own. From one big personality to another, please. I beg. So that was topics for today. I want to get into the jam session and tell you the music that I have been obsessed with this week. And this week's music obsession for me is Found featuring Brent Fias by Tim's. I don't know if I spoke on her before. I think I did. I think I did Crazy Things. But her song Found with him is so fire. Like, it's, it's bomb. It's bomb. I'm going to let you get her a little clip. But yes, did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear how bomb that was? That was far to me. So yeah, y'all just gotta like, you know, you gotta hear it. Like you gotta take your time and like put this on when you going down the street and you like chilling or even if you chilling, you trying to create like a nice little vibe. It's cool. But I love her. Um, I know my first time hearing her was with WizKid and it was cool. It was a nice little vibe when I heard it with WizKids. I'm like, okay. And then I noticed that she had a project coming out. Somebody else had retweeted it on my timeline on Twitter. And I was like, okay, I want to see what she about. I want to hear this. Like, I really want to hear this. And then Found came on. Like I said, Brent Fayez is voice fire. When he hop on the track, I know it's going to be good. It's, it's fire. But them two together, great. And then her voice is so pretty. It's so raspy. It's It gives you like a... Like a real cool R&B vibe. Like something still upbeat. Not too soul. Neo soul. Like I'm cool with Neo soul. But I really don't be like into it like that. But it, she kind of gives you the best of both worlds. Like the more upbeat. Kind of new modern sexy R&B. With a little bit of Neo soul. And it's it's so cool. Like I fuck with it. Um, I can't wait to see what else she does. And like I said. Like it feels good to have another part of the diaspora be pushed over here to like Western America, like Western hemisphere of the world. Cause it's just, it's helping me and others, especially over here in America. Like it's helping us realize like it's more beauty to the rest of the world than what we were shown. Like I know we in a time where we got social, we got the phones and the internet and we can figure this out, but that's what we're doing. And it just, it feels so good to hear, hear different parts of the diaspora and get to like experience other flavors and other worlds. Cause let's not, let's be real. Afrobeats, fire. Afrobeats, fire. They, they don't miss. Like I ain't, I ain't heard a Afrobeat that I don't like. And since I'm talking about other parts of the diaspora, I've talked about this before, but UK drill. Bitch, I love me some UK drill. And my favorite person right now is Banks. I love Miss Banks. Um, I heard about, like I said, then I heard about Miss Banks on uh, Queen Radio. And when 
Nikki was on tour with Juice World, and she had brought her on the show, and I was going to listen to her. I was like, oh, she, she a whole bob. Hold up. Banks is cool, and she's so cute, and she's so pretty, and she's another tall, thick one. Like, I'm like, come on through for my darker hue, tall, thick as hell, like natural thick body. I, I loved it. I love to see it. So seeing more darker skin black women of all parts of the diaspora winning just makes me super happy. So y'all going to always get love for me. Okay. So yeah. So take, take a break from your day or if you can't play, if you can play music at your job, put on Tim's. Put on found, put on crazy things. Hell, listen to the whole project. Listen to Miss Banks too, because I'm obsessed with her. I'm I'm always gonna be obsessed with her. And yeah. Oh. No, that's it. <laughs> I'm always gonna be obsessed with her. So yeah, that is it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to yet again another episode of Girls Locker Room. If you enjoyed this episode, please do not forget to subscribe so you never miss of Girls Locker Room Wednesday, <laughs> a GLR Wednesday, and join me next week as I discuss something very personal to me, and it's walking away even when it hurts, and I will see you all back here on Wednesday at 9 a.m. Holly, it's your girl. I'll see y'all next week. Hey.